0: The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Borkville and Craig Cerventi.
1: Yo, good evening, Yo. good morning, welcome to Verging on Greatness Christmas special, uh, Christmas, special? Christmas special number two, um, yeah number so... two, gosh. So yeah, so one, well, so that what's that? That's like a year and a half that we've been doing this. We've been we've now yeah. had our second yeah, Christmas little, special. Um, this will be episode twenty three. Twenty three. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Scrooged today. Nineteen
0: eighty eight. Nineteen eighty
1: eight. Bill Murray classic. Mm. So this is a podcast. Uh, I should explain this up top. This is a podcast where we we pick a movie that is close to great but not quite there, and try and dig into it a little bit and understand what was it what was it missing where did it go wrong what was the little thing that could have been different that would have made it work and would have made it great you know you walk out of the theater and you just think well that was good but not great i feel frustrated
0: just yeah. not quite
1: there yeah. it's frustrating i need something i need something to, to take this to the next level so a script maybe so it's 1988 mm. you're it's christmas i'm assuming this was released around christmas yeah i presume
0: it was released up leading up to christmas you think you think bill murray
1: bill murray's bill murray's a pretty hot property in in, Mm -hmm. in 88
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah well he hasn't really done anything of note since 84 but yeah also this is the third film with bill murray that you and i have talked about yeah yeah yeah, we're hitting a yes. bit of a
1: hitting a bit of a Bill Murray, Bill Murray streak. He's a favourite of the podcast, fan of the podcast.
0: Yes, 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 he is. We love Bill Murray. Um, I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, so he's so um, meatballs and Caddyshack preceded this, as did Ghostbusters. But you're right; it's been a quiet few years, which makes you think. Well, well, he's due. He's due. Yeah, eighty eight. He's he's ready for another big one. He's ready for a leading role. Yeah, and so why not? Why not get him into a movie where the script is. Script is already it's already written for you. It's 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 it's, it's a wonderful life, um, but it is. Uh, instead of a instead of a banker, he's a a media mogul. So it's updated. It's updated it for is. the for the modern you know the modern audience in, in 1988 for a Reagan era 1988. See <laughs> so it's you know you can you bring in those self referential elements and yep you bring in Bill Murray and and you got a winner right? Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: um uh, I, so th- this is the first time this movie
1: is it's not that this movie is bad it's 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 fun this this is <laughs> I, I i was watching this and i was thinking this this may be the one that really tips us over into just being a bad movie podcast <laughs> really oh come on We'll i'm sure we've watched worse movies than this I, I don't know i feel like this could be the
0: worst um, what they are? it's Yeah, it's it's hard
1: it's hard work getting through. It's hard work getting through Scrooged. Um, it's, and it's, so this is the first time I've watched it. I'd never I'd never watched it. Oh before. really? Yep. Is this the first time you've seen that? Yep.
0: Oh my god! How did you miss this?
1: I it was I was six when, when when this came out.
0: That's that's no excuse, Mike I
1: didn't want to see the nipples.
0: <laughs> but you can see your nipples. These guys are looking very hard. <laughs>
1: um yeah I, I other thing i should drop spoiler alert we're gonna we're gonna spoil this shit out of this movie so if you haven't seen i
0: it, mean if you it, haven't seen it it was, it came out in 1988 i don't know how like you mike you missed this but this is an old movie also it's based on a property that's at least a hundred years old a christmas tale by dickens um th- there was a fairly solid dickens joke in this i have to say um he, he gets told um he, he he tells someone that he's gonna have scare the dickens out of them. Yeah. And uh, they're doing an adaptation of a Christmas Carol and uh, he's like, No one's on my no one gets me, no one's on my wavelength. <laughs> scare the dickens out of you. The dickens, come on, people. <laughs>
1: um, so you so you said that you said that Bill Murray um has at the same time uh the the best and the worst thing about this movie. Yeah, just, Bill just Murray before, is we, definitely just before we started recording yeah should we should we should we kick right into that yeah why not i don't think so there's, any, I don't think there's is, any getting around it no no
0: no he is he is everything that is right and everything that is wrong with this movie is bill murray always charming always fun whenever the camera's on him he's just chewing scenery
1: yeah Abs- and then, absolutely owns all of the, all of the best moments of the movie you, oh you, every you memorable the sense, moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Murray making something up on the spot and killing it.
0: Yeah, just crushing it. Like, um, amazing, amazing performer. Just uh, He's that one guy in the show that, that can't can't stomach anybody else in the scene having a moment. Like, he has to have all the moments. I mean, I've worked... Uh, actually, I think I've been that guy in shows. But um, he is definitely not someone you'd want to be on stage with. I think he'd be... In order to even be anywhere close to him, you would have to you'd have to be at a 12 because he, he is, he starts at an eight and rapidly ramps up to an 11. Absolutely. And he stays there.
1: You do. Yeah. So, so uh, it, it came as no surprise. We were also, we were just scanning Wikipedia before this and it came as no surprise that there were some, uh, some issues between Murray and the director, Richard Donner. Um, and Richard it, Donner, it, Dick Donner. It pointed, so it points out a few things. Um, it's his first, first big solo movie post ghostbusters
0: yes so i think i think he does ghostbusters in 84 and then there's really nothing um you know like a bill murray a bill murray vehicle of note i mean there's looking through imdb i see films between ghostbusters and this and uh, he's either cameoing in it like little shop of horrors and she's having a baby or it's a film you've never heard of like razor's edge and nothing lasts forever so i I didn't even know what those movies are i haven't seen them i've never heard of them
1: he he Um, he drops a little shop of horrors and i wondered i wondered why i it's only i only made that connection when i saw the um when i saw the imdb page he just says out in the middle of nowhere feed me seymour feed me and and the and hmm. near the near the close of the movie I feel like that's um,
0: I haven't really looked into it and I remember him being in it and just as a kid seeing Little Shop of Horrors and going oh Bill Murray um, so I, I recognised who he was but Bill, uh, Little Shop of Horrors got a couple of little cameos in it if I'm not mistaken um, i think it was just a case of people because it's got um it's just, what's his name does steve L martin Stanley. steve
1: martin do the dentist
0: he's the dentist yeah. yeah um i i feel like i feel like that was just a case of a bunch of his friends were making that movie and he just turns up because rick, rick moranis is yeah. the yeah is the lead in that i, I get the feeling that john Candy yeah john candy's in it as well so um, I, I get the feeling like his friends were making the film. Yeah. And he just turned up and was just like, yeah, I'll be in this as well. Cause, oh, and Frank Oz is directing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I really just feel like he just turns up because he had friends on set. And so he was just hanging out and they're like, hey, Bill, you want to be in the movie? Yeah. And he's like, sure. Feed me, see more feed me. So, yeah. But no, he doesn't do much uh, between this and Ghostbusters. Certainly nothing that he's, you know, certainly nothing that stood the test of time. That's for sure basically
1: this yeah and so suddenly so suddenly he's he's in a lead role a a lead essentially a solo he's the he's the it's a one-man band yeah uh, it's a one-man band thank you and um he seems like he's coming in with an expectation that he's going to have a lot of freedom to a lot of freedom to ad-lib a lot of freedom to riff a lot of takes yeah and the Director is Richard Donner is, is, is planning a much more is planning a much more tight yep. structure. I mean that's
0: that's Richard Donner to a T, pr- right? Like, so he he's this old yeah. school filmmaker. He knows he definitely knows how to make a movie. He, he's definitely a studio favorite. Um, as far as as far as the studios are concerned, he's a very safe bet. Um, I mean, he's responsible for for the Lethal Weapon series. He's obviously responsible for the first mm. Superman film. Uh, he's got a list of films behind him that have made a lot of money um so yeah he makes a very particular kind of film um and so i think he comes up he's used to working with a with a professional sort of traditional kind of an actor who's you know uh, this is my take and you know and where's the camera am i in the light um yeah. and then now you've got bill murray who's just used to like doing 16 lines of coke and then just going nuts on set for two hours so um yeah yeah i don't know if bill murray was a heavy drug user i get the feeling he probably was, but um yeah this film and bill bill murray and rich donner are immediately set up to crash on this film and I, I think i think that's what ends up happening right
1: yeah well as 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 a consequence it's all of the all of the story points are, are baked into this into this movie and the way that the story is structured but the, the none of them wind up paying off because bill murray whether it's you know just due to that breakdown between him and the director, there's none of the his performance doesn't have any of the pacing. It doesn't have any of the, any of the up and down, the big and small, um, the loud and quiet that you need to give the audience a sense of where you're at. This is a, this is a slow bit. I'm contemplating where I've come from. This is where I'm at in the arc. Like you say, he goes from eight to eleven. And stays there throughout. Yeah, and so you 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 lose you lose all of that sense of pacing. Uh, none of the the scenes don't seem to begin or end. Uh, you're kind of just thrown in in the middle, uh, and Bill Murray is rambling and yelling. Yeah, he he starts completely
0: happens. unhinged. So he he starts off as this wild man. He's because they have that scene at the beginning where he's like um, the, he's reviewing the Christmas promos, and then they have that that Christmas promo for the. Santa, that the the day Santa's shed was invaded, or um, yeah, with Lee, with, with Lee the Lee majors. <laughs> and then and then Father loves beaver. <laughs> He's out hunting beaver. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, Father loves
1: beaver. <laughs> That's potentially the. High point of the movie is that so it opens on a movie within a movie and it's or, um, a t- or rather a TV show m- within, Sa- a, within a movie yeah yeah TV show TV show promo within a movie and it's Santa's <laughs> Santa's um home Santa's workshop and it's getting invaded by I don't know the KGB or someone and then Lee Majors kicks in the door and hands hands Santa a minigun <laughs> and they proceeds <laughs> to shoot up a bunch go, of terrorists go, yeah kicks they go kick some ass.
0: I want to watch that movie. And then, and then that movie it, looked great.
1: And then it 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 swings to a it swings to a faux family comedy called Father Loves Beaver.
0: <laughs> there was that TV show in the seventies. Um, what was it? Bj and the Bear. <laughs> it's <was> just like <laughs> Bj and the Bear. Okay. <laughs> a,
1: and I and I thought they were setting. So I thought they were setting something up with that scene because he. It's it's one of the few scenes that seems like it does have a point, where he's he's um, tearing up the he's tearing up all of his executive mm. team for producing this crappy promo, and then he gives them their own promo, um, and they they they're reluctant to run his promo, and he gets up and he gets up in one of their faces and he says I'm the I'm the youngest president this company has ever had because I know yeah. the people and he hits that line really hard and you do sense that they are they're putting in their work that's their first five minutes of work to set him up as a character okay he's a strong-headed media guy he he's he's he has you know uh, stabbed his backstabbed his way to the top yeah. in um, that very 80s he's, fashion he's, so yeah yeah he's he's, rel- he's relatively young he's hard-nosed he's kick-ass um, but mm-hmm. he's also a, he's also a gift. He's got a gift. His gift. He's got a gift for understanding what people want to watch and for and for achieving ratings. And, and and so you set that up, but then you never really hear about that again. And stuff starts falling apart. So you, stuff starts. This is the problem with it. The script doesn't play out because stuff starts falling immediately. apart immediately before yeah. he's visited by the yeah, ghost. He, there's no everything, success there, every, right? Everything in his. So yeah, everything in his work should be working great and you should meet the ghost and the ghost should be pointing out his failures and the other parts of his life. But his work starts falling apart before he meets the ghost. He has the meeting um, with his, well, he fires Bob Goldthwaite yeah. first up and it's one of the one of the best, one of his best lines. Um, he, he tells the secretary to fire Bob Goldthwaite and she says, but it's Christmas. And he, he oh, says, yeah. thank you. Call accounting. Get them to stop as bonus. <laughs> like that,
0: yeah, that's fun. Um, and and that actress um, as well. She's but then, but too. then,
1: the straight in between in between that scene, he meets the guy Bryce, who is going to be the guy who gets brought on to help him. Yeah. Um, that you know he's the competition. He's the competition because that it, it was that suggests that he's, you know, he's on his way out. And then he has the conversation with the boss. Who 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 wants him to start thinking about TV for cats <laughs> and dogs yeah. and for dogs? Okay, so he's got a mad boss that he's intimidated by. Played but, by
0: played by Robert
1: like, Mitchum. I mean, I'd be intimidated by Robert Mitchum too. <laughs> yeah, intimidating too. But then his 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 response to that is to get his you know he, he shouts at his secretary. He, he says we gotta we gotta work late. We've gotta work late. I've gotta work late. You've gotta work late. Like he's. His work, so his his work life, but he falls apart as he's doing it. he, he It's not like a normal. This is not like this is this is normal. We work like and I do this because I'm yeah. a professional, and I'm, and I'm amazing at my job. He's doing it in a panicky way, yeah. which makes you think how did, how did he get this far in the first place? Because he's yeah, freaking he's out. clearly he, clearly he's coming not, apart. He's not calm already. He's not in control, so he's coming apart before he's visited yeah, by the ghost. Before he's even so where yeah. do you go
0: it's or, he's already it's already all over the show and if
1: but the the, so the the ghost the should be the should be the the trigger it's the that's the um the catalyst is the ghost coming and telling him bad shit's gonna happen you should you should check yourself um but 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 that doesn't happen bad shit bad shit's already happened um and then he and then he he kind of just carries on and nothing in particular changes because he's already he's already freaked out so now he's freaking about the show well he was already freaking out about the show nothing really changes except that he wakes up from you know what was potentially a dream and uh his phone is just hanging up on leaving a message with his former yeah. girlfriend that he hasn't seen in fifteen years,
0: played by the played by oh, at the this point,
1: Karen you, Allen. And 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 again, this is out of order because you don't know th- you don't yeah. know who she is. We haven't met yeah. her yet. We meet her meet her in the next scene after the after the the a uh, little bit of light comedy. Uh, after after they introduce, we talked a bit about as how some of the comedy you couldn't really get away with uh, mm. today. Um, the main one being the uptight sensor. Oh, yeah. So you meet the you meet the uptight censor in the next scene who doesn't want the dancers to show their yeah, nipples. Yeah, it, the the tops um, cut low
0: enough,
1: but showing. So yeah, and she proceeds to to just get the crap kicked out of her in a in a running at, gag, at every yeah, opportunity she, through a uh, running running gags where where she just gets injured in various different <laughs> ways and it's and it's funny because she's approved. Yep. So that's so that's okay. Physical physical that's violence is, is quite a. Yeah, as so right. long as you're a
0: woman, then you're approved. As, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the worst thing you can be in I'm jumping ahead
0: a little bit the storyline here, but but that woman, after spending most of the film getting stuff dropped on her or hit or um, bashed in the head, uh, late, later turns out to be a bit rapey because there's a, a chap who's tied up and uh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, she she sexually she, she assaults, assaults a guy um, who's told her. It. Bryce, who has, who, has been, who has been tied up by Bob Goldthwaite <laughs> at gunpoint. And so she thinks, why not? Why not? He's ascension. under the mistletoe. So, so, so Let's get into it. So, so not only is she a, a prude, she is a repressed
0: prude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that speaks probably more to Richard Donner than it does anything else. Because I, I think he, he, he struggled with uh, censorship throughout his early career. Because he's responsible for The Omen. And I think that was one of the most censored films of its time. Uh, so yeah Richard Donner gotta love
1: him oh, yeah. interesting so you meet so you meet Claire and you're not really sure you don't know anything about the nature of their relationship at the moment and that's okay you don't really need to because you know you're gonna get all that eventually shit, um, yeah with a, with a ghost of Christmas past so that's okay but their their interaction just you don't it's not really clear what exactly is going on she seems to still be in love with him even though you've got to presume that yeah 15 uh, it ended fairly and he's a complete piece yep. of work he's so and she comes in dull oh, in,
0: in a way that only red, karen allen f- can comes in and is just <laughs> she is just dropping for this guy at the drop of a hat
1: yep. yeah she's frickle-faced adorable girl next door and she is throwing herself yep. at him she is so so grateful to have gotten she is, his call she's she i mean ready. she's come she's come the next the next morning he phoned her in the middle of the night last night and she turns up on set the next oh, morning Like she had nothing better to do <laughs> nothing to do she hasn't seen him in 15 a couple of days years. out from christmas to-
0: in New York, and she's just ready to go. Um.
1: So. Uh, so they. I, I. I forget how that scene ends. Like I said, a lot of scenes kind of begin and end kind of a, in random places. He goes to. He goes to lunch with the boss, and the boss informs him that the the guy he met earlier, Bryce, is going to be his assistant. So, he is. He is now appearing as the. Um, as the threat, the, the threat to his his position in the company. It's not really clear why, because everything seems to be working fine. There's, the boss, Robert Mitchum, at this point has no reason to doubt um, doubt Bill Murray. This so where this scene is the first scene where Bill Murray. You start to see the effects of his visit by the ghost because he um, Robert Mitchum orders a highball. Um, That's right. And Bill Bill Murray's one comes with an eyeball yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, and and so and so. He's he's starting to lose his mind. He's starting to be he's starting to become unhinged and starting to become affected. So at this point, you could you can understand why the president might call in the assistant. But he does that at the start of the he scene. Does. That's that's the beginning. It's it's all out of order. Nothing is nothing is playing. Nothing is tying to the thing that happened before it. Yeah. Um, and 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 then and then you get the so then this is and so this is around thirty six minutes. You get the they get the 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 ghost of Christmas Past. You meet him, who is the cab yeah. driver. So that's already uh, that's already pretty late because you got to think. Well, that's your that's your first turning point. Now we're getting into flashback territory. Now you're thinking, okay, we're swinging into the next part of the story. Now you're into the second act, and that's that's heading at thirty six minutes. Um, so you you're, you're you're well into the ninety minute yeah. movie, um, and. so you get a bit of you get they give you that taste of self-awareness he he says to him oh you're going to take me and show me my show me my past and i'm supposed to get all goosey and blubbery um so you know he's he's he knows what's going on and he recognizes it so there's yeah again that touch of the the movie the movie movie. and
0: and it's self-aware in that way and so he's he knows what the drill is, and he's like, "Oh, he dismisses it." It's also important. I felt I felt it was important to note because I didn't recognize who the cab driver is, but that actor's name was David um, Johansen, um, and he is um, probably better known for being a musician. He's the lead singer of the New York Dolls, which is a punk group from the early nineteen seventies. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't know it. I thought he like his performance as the taxi driver was. Was very on point. I thought that was I
1: thought that was a good little bit of acting. That was good. I think he's he's potentially the best person in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that the cab driver he's, is great. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. And
0: this film is chock full of like celebrity cameos. Like if you you have to be looking for it to spot it. I mean, you've got the you've got obviously you've got Robert Mitchum as the as the president. So he's obviously Robert Mitchum. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of people who. Within the special, within the special, like you have Lee Majors in in the opening credit, and then there's um, Bob Goulet. Yeah. Um. He's he's having a Cajun Christmas. Uh, that's the the promo at the beginning of the yeah. film. Um. But then you also have um. Uh. Rather strangely, uh, later you have some other more famous ones, but like Carol Kane and. Um, uh, yeah. Some other people. I forgot where I was taking this, but oh yeah, and you get a whole bunch of um, like I think you get the entire bill murray extended family in this film as well at least two of his brothers um yeah so who are his brothers, so his brothers are um that one is the the homeless chap brian uh, doyle murray and then there's and then oh, there's yeah. the in film brother who he is neglecting and continues to neglect and i think that's james murray
1: oh so his, his brother's his brother. Is his his brother,
0: brother in the movie is his actual real life brother. Um, I feel like right. I should have. Written, I feel like I should have made a bit of. Clo- uh, yeah, John. Sorry, John Murray plays James Cross, um, and John Murray is is Bill Murray's in life brother. Um, there's that scene mm. where they they meet and he's on the extra cycle and the written above him is um, Cross, and then it's like a dictionary description of of, of Cross and um, Cross are now. Yeah a thing you nail people to
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: that was a good sight gag
1: um so you so you're swinging to so you're swinging to the flashbacks with with the cab the cab driver taking him from from point to point in his past um yeah you, you see his his parents his upbringing um all the usual shit um you see so you see how he meets you see their cute meat um she hits him with a door and that's why she calls him Lumpy. Um, you see them a little bit later on, you see they're together. Um, she's smoking a joint in in the tub Oh Yeah. Yeah, with a roach clip. For some yeah. reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and they and they give each other they give each other Christmas presents. She gives him the Kama Sutra. None of this seems to have any particular other point.
0: than to build the fact that there's a relationship.
1: Yeah, that whole Christmas gift scene—you could have just cut that whole movie out. You could have cut from them meeting and agreeing to go out for a date to breaking up. You really don't need that bit in the middle. Um, so anyway, he's so they and so they split up when he's um, he's doing a kids show yeah. and um, he he gets invited to go and have dinner with the president of the company. Um, but they've already got plans, and it's just before Christmas, and so he uh, he, ditches, he ditches her for his yeah, career. Essentially, which she
0: yeah, which is which is kind of weird because um, she's like, "Oh, we've got these plans," and he's like, "Oh, the bosses invited me up for lunch," um, and then it goes very quickly from um, "We've already got plans. Can we do something else too?" I think we should take a break. It goes from it goes from small disagreement <laughs> yes. to let's split up in about literally two and a half minutes
1: yeah it's quite it's
0: quite contrived yeah. for a couple that you, you're meant to assume have been together for, for who are presumably while. living together yeah,
1: yeah they're living yeah they're they're definitely they're
0: living, together. living together um and it goes from yeah from out the door to uh, f- from small bump in the road to car falling completely apart in two minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean when you've got a show that they've split up and you've only got a couple of minutes to do it and bill murray's busy ripping on every line you give him you you gotta squeeze that shit in there somewhere
1: man yeah you feel like you feel like that might not have actually been written that scene just break break up up. yeah who cares cares? just do it Just break up just make it happen (laughs) make it funny (laughs) just just do something so he's arranged he's arranged to go and visit her and he, he 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 goes so he visits her outside the the homeless shelter he's outside the homeless shelter where he works he delivers this kind of weird three minute monologue one of several one of several really bizarre moments where you, you sense that they just set up a scene they told bill murray where to stand and just got him to talk
0: mm. where they um, were like okay oh, yeah, deliver the monologue on page 38 of the script and Bill murray went yeah sure and then went off and did something bill murray does script Script. there was a script
1: I'm sure there's a script yeah. there's, there's at sh- least two credited script writers script. on this film
0: so I presume someone wrote something
1: <laughs> so he, he goes into he goes into the homeless shelter and he meets a couple of the homeless people um, has some interactions with them again again kind of riffing comedy yeah and I think that's um, a, I looked
0: this up because he was clearly doing a bit and it's a bit that he did on a TV show and so they're calling on that um
1: oh yeah Yeah, so so it's the richard burton yeah richard burton
0: so bill murray used to do a richard burton impersonation as one of the things he would do that was funny and that was uh, so that whole thing is them referring to something you would know if you'd followed bill murray's career from day dot like if you were a fan of him on saturday night live and all that stuff and that one of those homeless guys that's brian doyle murray that's Brian, that's his in life real brother i think it's his older brother and the other actress in that scene um i i, I can't remember her name uh, right this moment but she is a, a regular um she is a regular richard donner collaborator so they had she was in goonies with richard donner a couple of years earlier uh. um, and she would later go on to be in a film throw mama from the train um yeah, so oh, yeah. It's, that's the same actress. Because Richard Donner um, loves reusing the same actors in in like supporting parts. Uh, the the yeah. tall, thin, blonde woman from the, the executive uh, in the executive suite, um, the one that Bill Murray vaguely hits on, um, she is uh, in all of the Lethal Weapon movies. So he he reuses people oh, again yeah. and again and again. So just thought that was worth noting. Yeah. I, I I quite like Richard Donner. So.
1: So he, so Bill Murray had a bit doing Richard Burton doing yeah, Hamlet. That was. I wonder if he, I wonder if he lifted that from Peter Sellers doing lawrence Olivier oh, doing thousand percent. <laughs> um, um, Richard the Third, but doing the um to the words of "It's a hard day's night." <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> Have you ever no, that? No,
0: Peter. I, uh, I think Peter, Peter Sellers is ca- go is go it on, man. It? Okay. It's, it's so I think Peter good. Sellers was being a hard. <laughs>
1: days night
0: Peter Sellers is great. I've been working
1: like a dog.
0: <laughs> so good. I think so I think Peter Sellers is capable of a subtlety um that that Bill Murray is not. And that's not a criticism of Bill Murray. Bill Murray is a blunt funny instrument. Uh, but I think Peter Sellers was yeah. capable of of very surgical um, precision when it came to performances.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we'll talk about yeah. that a little later. But um, yeah, absolutely yeah. So we should swing through because we're halfway through already. Um, so so he meets so he meets Claire again at the at the homeless shelter, and and again she she puts up the slightest bit of resistance. Yeah, and then she's all in. And he can, <laughs> and she's just like, let's go. Yeah, I've got I've got leases up then on he's, my but apartment. Then he's, he's, let's at, do this. He, He's out, he's out again. He has to, he he has to, he has to, he's he's demanding that she leave her work at the shelter and she's like, no, I've got to finish my work. And and then, and then he just goes off at her and storms out. Um, So he's, he's not being very good to Claire. He's not giving her a lot to, to kind of go on to keep thinking Thinking that this is a good guy to be with, I, I I
0: don't know why she's putting up with this bullshit. Like seriously, no. They've been broken up for fifteen years, and uh, and <laughs> she is just ready, so ready. <laughs> 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 My God, woman, no. What's what has she been I doing? Have, what's she been years? doing for fifteen years? Except burning the candle
1: for this guy. Honestly, you, you live in. You live in, they're in New York right you live in New York there's a lot of a lot of people she's in the city she's Karen Allen
0: she steps outside a, and she has yeah. a line form to the left of people <laughs> that want to date her and she's just like oh shit I better hang around for the David Cross guy
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Murray's so so. Bill Murray Fred goes back Cross. to the set so he's he's, he's he's back at the set about about 59 minutes so about midpoint of the movie is where you meet where you meet the second ghost who is uh the ghost of Christmas mm-hmm. Present, um, who is a fairy and so she's played by Carol Kane. Yep. And she sure um, is. She man, she falls so flat. Just and I love Carol yeah. Kane.
0: Well she does a very Carol Kane thing, but, right?
1: So she does that she does
0: that weird and crazy lady thing. She's great in the, um, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, but yeah. yeah. No. But she did this but a few the, times the in the eighties com- where she plays these write out their character because she also is um in the princess bride as like a yeah, similar... she's miracle max yeah.
1: miracle max's wife yeah. but they but she doesn't get she doesn't really get to do any th- any comedy in here because everything is everything is punctuated with these terrible
0: spats of violence
1: yeah just just the the comedy again similar to the the Censor where it's it's just comedy she's kicking him in the groin she's whacking him in the head uh, and she's 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 giving it a performance. She's giving this character uh, a, a life and um, something, a reason to watch. But but all of the all the director seems to want her to do is is hit him mm. in the nuts.
0: Yeah, just instead of anything clever or smart, when you've got some of the funniest people in the world on the set, you, you go for this lowbrow physical comedy, physical you know, comedy, where you're just hitting people in the head.
1: So she she. T- She takes him to a couple of places. She takes him to go and see um, his secretary's family Christmas. She takes him to go and see the brother's Christmas. Um, She takes him to the sewer to show him a a dead Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, somehow somehow it all lasts about 10 minutes. Nothing nothing in particular really... uh, happens um another thing that's that's kind of interesting is you never get a sense through any of these scenes that bill murray is you, you never get a sense that any of them are having any impact on bill murray except for the very first one and the very last mm. one so he sheds a he sheds a tear when he is watching himself as a kid
0: oh yeah and then he, he, he does write it off and, with a good line about, he, you know forty dollars worth of
1: pr, uh, prime deal uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then at the and then and the last the last one where he sees his own cremation sorry I'm jumping yeah. ahead a bit but I think everyone knows he boss. sees he sees his, Ghost of Christmas future. obviously shows him his death and his his, his cremation and how no one turns and, up and that's that that's the one that that's the one that ticks him off that makes a difference there is there is no gradual progression from that cynical you know, cynical approach to when he's, when he, the, uh, brushing it off when it's his first one. I'm supposed to get all goosey and blubbery. There's, there's no gradual crossover. He is, he's immune to all of it. He brushes all of it off. He brushes off seeing Grace's family. He brushes off seeing his brother's Christmas and he just, and he just forges on. So each time he, each time he's released from a ghost, he just goes back to work and he kicks some ass and he rants and he shouts. He's generally, he's, he's
0: becoming, Uh, more and more unhinged in his work life if that's even possible i think he was wildly unhinged to begin with but it is starting people around him are starting to recognize that there is a problem because um when he comes back after being beat up by carol kane he is then basically sent to his office by the interloper guy, the California execu- executive, yeah. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce. There's, there's one line that Bryce has when they're at lunch. He's like, I'll have the California platter, no dairy. So he's clearly meant to be this clean living California type who comes out. He's all suave and sophisticated. Um, but then yeah. he's, he's got, got a tan, tan um, and a set of teeth that looks like a great white shark. Um, and uh, he's, but then he's like all off. I'm going to go and have a smoke. So he's he's I thought that was funny. Uh, I don't know if that was intentionally funny or not, but I'm all healthy. But I'm going to start <laughs> smoking cigarettes now. So that's, yeah. that's where my humor is at. So, um, yeah, but so he is starting to become unhinged in his professional life. So things are starting to take a toll on him personally.
1: Um, yeah, S- so the the last act kind of starts with the show starting. So this live Christmas show that they've been building up to their live production of a Christmas live Carol from around the world, starts. including the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> <laughs> so the show the the, the show starts and um, he meets he meets what seems to be the last ghost, although that's that turns out to be a setup where he thinks it's the ghost of death, but it's actually the actually the dude playing the ghost yep. of death in the show which is quite a nice bit uh and and then bob goldthwaite bob cat goldthwaite turns up um, (laughs) because he's he's been showing up from time to time he gets fired in the first scene and he's been showing up from time to time as as comic relief as you see him trying to get drunk and he he gets you know he loses his his liquor in various ways different misfortunes happen to him and and obviously enough to drive him to come back with a shotgun and start start firing at At trying to kill trying to kill trying to kill bill murray i
0: mean who hasn't tried to kill bill murray at this
1: point (laughs) um so all that kind of distracts from the the, finally he he, bill murray makes his way back to the um back to his office there's a nice no you mentioned this bit there's a nice bit where he's he's always he's drinking vodka and (laughs) yeah yeah tab um throughout throughout the movie and to be to begin with he's mixing he's, it's quite an orange kind of mix he's obviously, he's obviously got quite a, mostly tab with a little bit yeah. of vodka slowly he starts putting less tab and it just becomes in, more and more and vodka and more, and more yeah. vodka until you see him actually <laughs> shake the empty just like a couple tab. of drops of tab <laughs> in there like oh that's perfect just just a little colour <laughs> so he's in the he's he's in, he's in his office and he's having a drink and then the, the actual ghost actually visits the uh, actual ghost of Christmas future and you see it, it takes him away you see him at uh, he visits grace's son he's in some sort of asylum he doesn't speak um he visits claire claire has lost her empathy claire's become a, a wealthy cow <laughs> she's um, become
0: everything the reagan administration wanted people to be haughty and dismissive which, of
1: street urchins <laughs> which still doesn't seem to still doesn't seem to impact him very much and then finally he sees it. finally he sees this cremation and then suddenly boom he's he's on board he is reformed yeah, he's a changed man he's gonna be kind yeah. he's a changed man so he goes he goes back he um makes friends again with uh bob goldwaite he somehow gets bob Goldthwaite on side through rambling and yelling at and him. this is it's and important he, to he, note
0: that this is after he has shot at him repeatedly with a shotgun um not not just threatened him uh, he's a bad shot so he's trying to kill bill murray just i want to i want to say that now because i'm going to come back to that later
1: so he 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 manages to he manages to storm his way onto the set uh bob goldthwaite um takes over the control room recording booth control room to to make sure that they don't stop filming him um it's it's essentially a he's essentially just a plot a plot device at that point um and and he delivers uh a a, a, about a 10 minute rambling monologue on on how how he's reformed and how everybody should be nice to one another again claire shows up inexplicably she is ready to go (laughs) she is Hot to try He gets he gets her some message. Something something draws. Oh, she sees him on the show. Yeah, yeah. She her. comes She's running, watching the show at the homeless yeah. shelter, and he 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 drop he name drops her, and she goes, she, "Man, she is there. She is like a like a like a greyhound." <laughs> <laughs> well, the taxi driver is there, and
0: uh, and he's ready to take her magically to whatever floor of the IPC building. <laughs>
1: And, and what I, what I really like about it is what's, well, I don't, I actually don't like it. What's, what's just the, the worst of all is that he goes, he goes to her, she's standing behind the camera and he goes to her and he goes to pull her onto the set to, to be in, to be part of his yep. monologue that he's delivering to the world. And she's, she shakes her head. She says, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> So he just takes her. <laughs> he Consent? Picks what's her that? up. <laughs> it's the 80s. So he just he, She drags her. You you think they're setting it up that he's, oh, he's reformed. He's actually going to listen. No. No. Nope. <laughs> I was going to say, what's
0: even more baffling about that, that her running down to the studio is so all of this is being so it's important to note that in the context of the story this is all being broadcast live and so they're um, a running joke is that they've got the solid gold dancers are in the are in the, the show and um, this is the bit with the you can see her nipples it's one of the solid gold dancers and, and these are very attractive and very lithe women um, and there's a moment during his rambling monologue before Claire shows up at the studio uh, where a very very leggy blonde is stood under mistletoe and uh bill murray bill murray goes up and he's like it's a crime it's against the law that if someone stood on the mistletoe that you don't give them a kiss and he 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 gives (laughs) this this woman a kiss and and she is sucking the life force out of him via his mouth and then he's just like and i'm done and walks away from the very attractive blonde woman um and claire must have seen that so <laughs> <laughs> so she's just seen him suck face with with a, a a very attractive woman and and she's like yep i'm still on this murray train i'm gonna go down to the studio <laughs> i'm gonna get me a first class ticket and i'm gonna ride that train all night um just no just fuck sake claire calm down there are other men in new york just fucking calm down <laughs> all right carry on sorry I've de- 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 okay, well that's, we're, <laughs> we're
1: we're at the, we're at the end there's nothing else to say that the, the <laughs> monologue goes on for a, about 10 minutes it's rambling too it feels improvised and then that's yeah. the end it feels like he's just oh su- uh, yeah i'm sure it's i'm sure yeah. it's improvised it's, it's all over there's the bits show. of it that felt kind of scripted but they haven't even edited it to you know to make it sound like it's it's going somewhere to cut out he just he, he, he half starts sentences yep. and and then he starts saying something else and they, they haven't even taken the time to cut i don't know maybe they only had one camera on and maybe they have nothing to cut to. I, I feel like in but, terms of like the story it's like
0: a real person who's maybe not so eloquent giving a speech and making it up as they go along and trying to make a point they just make five or six points
1: yeah maybe that's what they're going for maybe that's it's the kind of jimmy stewart at the end of it's a wonderful life you know he's so overcome with with the spirit of maybe Christmas. And yeah maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's how they thought that would come across and not that it's coming across like an unhinged actor
0: yeah on, just
1: just riffing and making on the it back end of a three-day coke bender
0: <laughs> now you are gonna make some shit up yo <laughs> so
1: okay we've been going we've been going 45 minutes how do you fix this movie craig you do the unthinkable
0: you you recast bill murray Uh, and people out there are screaming into their headphones now going no it's a christmas classic you can't remove bill murray it's like okay well calm down person who's listening to us who's a huge bill murray fan uh we all love bill murray too but um if you want to make this movie better you get rid of bill murray so it's
1: it's 1988 who
0: do you who do you cast that's a tough call um uh robin williams
1: Robin Williams. I, yep. I reckon. I reckon yep. this
0: movie with Robin Williams, um, assuming that we're talking about Robin Williams, not Coke Field Robin Williams, um, rest in peace. Uh, we, um, I reckon, he's got the subtlety to to pull this off because I, I think that's ultimately what this boils down to, right? Is you've got Bill Murray, and Bill Murray does a very specific thing, and and that's great. I love Bill Murray, um, and Bill Murray does a performance that nobody else can really do, but he only has basically got one level and that's 11 he he yeah. dials it in straight away and he's off the page and he's he's off script he's he's and not in a good way he's he's making his own thing up as he goes along and he's amazingly funny guy but he has no ability to rein it in and he doesn't get the subtleties of things so he's not or yeah he's not dialing that down at least he's, he's just not bringing it or at least not sticking to the script enough. So if there's a script that has a defined character arc and a storyline, he's not sticking to it enough. Or uh, I think you said this earlier, in terms of like the internal geography of, of the script, he doesn't know where he is at any one time. He's just moment to moment, no. and he's like, this is funny, this is funny, this is funny, and he's doing these funny bits. Um, whereas someone like whereas someone like Robin Williams, he is amazing, amazing funny guy too. Um, if if not if not more so funny, if you can scale it like that. But I, I feel like yeah. if you've got him on board, he knows how to dial that in, and he has a better understanding of the geography of the script and the lay of that script. And he knows, like, oh, okay, in this scene, I need to be I need to be remorseful because I've just been shown this other thing. And he brings that subtlety to yeah. the performance. I think that's how that's one way to change this.
1: Yeah, and in, obviously, in the forty years since this movie was made, we've seen any number of times Bill Murray produced that performance oh yeah but I don't know he, he either can't or won't or is, or the director is not allowing him to produce that I, performance I would say
0: I'd here. say Richard Donner is a director like um, he's more on than he's off so certainly at this time in the yeah. late 80s he is definitely on he is probably
1: top of his game Richard Donner I think <clears throat> yeah Um. They, they mentioned Eddie Murphy on the on the, on the Wikipedia page oh yeah as the, as the another strong contender and um i don't know if tom hanks was in the mix at the time this is uh so big came out in 88 yeah. the same year as i think this, this movie yeah so a quite but on the no. Radar. i
0: think if this movie had come out a couple of years later because tom hanks is definitely comedy tom hanks <clears throat> excuse me um there's definitely yeah. comedy tom hanks at this time because tom hanks goes from being a comedic actor to being a serious actor in the mid 90s right um yeah but philadelphia Philadelphia. and then yeah and then forrest gump um yeah tom hanks maybe um i think tom absolutely i think tom hanks is is a good pick for this film i think he brings that subtlety i think he's got the acting chops i think he's got the comedy chops i think yeah he brings us to a whole new level um and makes us a lot more uh serious and less
1: farcical which this movie is 100 percent a farce so Jim, Jim Carrey you got to feel could probably do that as well He's it's, it's he, he's, he kind of broke out in 94 so he's a little bit um, a little bit late for this but he can do and again people might not have recognised him as being able to do that pre Truman show which I think was about 98 yeah that's quite a ways down the track
0: I don't know if you can get yeah. and I'm not even sure where Jim Carrey is in 88 he might even be a teenager
1: <laughs> but yeah it's pretty yeah it's pretty it's pretty early days because he, you know, he couldn't have been he must have been early mid 20s in 94 which is when uh, ace ventura dumb and dumber and the Ooh, mask all what came a out. year is that 94? Yeah. Wow. 94 yeah wow yeah he that is the
0: very definition of explode on the scene those are three big big movies yeah For sure gosh i i think i saw i think i saw two out of three of those in the cinema ace ventura was the only yeah. one i didn't see at the cinema anyway uh, yeah eddie murphy I, eddie murphy i like for for this movie i think eddie murphy um i'm not sure what he was doing in 88 that might have been at or around the time that trading places was happening so eddie yeah. murphy has i think eddie murphy has the understanding of like again the subtleties in that script that he knows that he needs to do a different thing at this time than at this other time i think he just bring a eddie murphy brings a cohesive um character arc to this rather than bill murray which is yeah. just explode 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 yeah, yeah. i think there's layers and subtleties there that's how i changed this movie and that's how i think we make it better
1: so that's yeah that's the most that's the most obvious thing and then you you got to do something uh, about claire about yeah claire. you got to give her give her something well, go she's
0: got to be something other than um a, a loyal and i don't mean this in a derogatory way but she's got to be something more than a loyal dog that doesn't know how to to question the master, right? She's got to be a better. Yeah. She's got to be a fully rounded person that has pathos in her own character arc. She, she is. I was watching this with Amy, my wife, uh, and we both commented like just how pathetic that character is. Like,
1: what the hell? Yeah, she's really difficult to watch. Yeah,
0: one one phone call at eleven o'clock at night and a voicemail left by a rambling ex-boyfriend fifteen years later from from breakup. And she is ready, she is there, she is on board. Whatever he's selling, she's buying. She doesn't care the price. (laughs) She just wants some more of that Bill Murray goodness. And no, the guy walked on, on your relationship, put his career before you. I mean, admittedly that breakup happens in two and a half minutes and she's been waiting for him to admit that he's been an ass for the last 15 years, but surely she's moved on by now. For God's sake, she's Karen Allen. She's amazing
1: what the hell i i do one more thing i just i have to point out thing thing that i love which must be a moment of inspiration is he when he's when he's he's calling her back on the phone and he says he's leaving his message he says i know it's been 15 years since we talked and he before he says 15 years he glances at his watch
0: (laughs) that's not how watches work bill murray (laughs) (laughs) oh shit I mean, it's not that this movie doesn't have stuff to offer. I mean, Bill Murray in it yeah. is fantastic. Um, I, I love, I love me some Bill Murray, and I'm happily watches shtick any day of the week. Um, does it? Does it make for a good movie? No. Is it entertaining? It's, yes.
1: <laughs> it's it's a it's a long journey from great. It is.
0: It is. It's um as a Christmas movie. I I I think I'd rather watch this than say gosh any of the other christmas movies i'm normally made to watch um like love actually we did love actually last year and as 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 hard as it is for me to say it now love actually is a great movie um i would rather watch scrooge than love actually because (laughs) because people don't like it when i when i shit off the little kid running through immigration but um (laughs) it's like no it's a post 2000 uh, it's a post nine eleven world that kid gets tased come on <laughs> he's clearly a terrorist someone take him out of this film but um yeah this movie has serious problems and i'm i'm pretty sure bill murray is at the root of most of it so yeah yeah Okay. Wait, well before well,
1: we, anything we, else anything else on that Craig or no, call no no it? I
0: have something uh, in a return to what I love most um, what happens tomorrow in this movie <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> uh, what, what happens, happens tomorrow, tomorrow um, Bobcat Goldwaith goes to jail like a thousand percent goes to jail so oh, yep. yep so he, he turns yep. up and and I find it interesting I was I was I threatened at the top of the show that I was going to circle around to this so this movie is made in 1988 Bobcat Goldthwait, um his character turns up with a loaded weapon into an office building and shoots the place up in 88 that's funny because that doesn't happen in 1988 in in 1994 however that's when columbine happens and uh so school shootings start and then i think by that point you start having the the infamous post office you know that 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 um that it's really cliche now but going postal yeah. Um, no yeah person. and so that's because a postman shot up his post office um, and killed a bunch of people um, and people do this now where they turn up to off places of work and shoot people uh, not only disgruntled current and former employees but actual terrorists turn up and shoot up offices um, so yeah in, in in 88 this is funny and in, in by 1994 this is really off-brand humor and yeah, um, yeah so bobcat Goldthwait, he's going to jail because i mean you could argue that um bill murray doesn't press charges for him shooting at him a bunch of times uh but it, it doesn't change the fact that he holds an entire control room hostage um
1: well yeah and and even how much sway has bill murray still got i know robert mitchum's ready to fire him when he first storms into the show somehow he wins him over with this terrible monologue <laughs> but surely sanity is going to prevail at some point that guy has has absolutely ruined a, a multi-million dollar live television production 1000
0: percent. tv tv has, guide is shredding that done shredding that special the next day uh, that is that is top news across the country about a, a TV executive who on New Year's oh, on Christmas Eve um, uh, got coked up enough. And I mean, this is 1988, got coked up enough to, to bust into a live broadcast and um, hijack it for his own purposes. And a live gun is fired on air from a control room because they blow out. He blows out the glass between the control room and the studio. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they are all going to jail bobcat Goldthwait is going to jail bill murray is going to jail he is at the very least um caught up in a multi-million dollar lawsuit where all of those people that were traumatized by the fact this guy's pointing a gun at them for the better part of you know 10 minutes um sue and everyone's in trouble so no one comes out of that a winner i, I know this is a movie where ghosts turn up and take people on time traveling adventures but at the same time <laughs> you're going to jail um
1: the censor oh yeah jail
0: (laughs) (laughs) because while bill murray is is sucking face with the leggy blonde um the censor who's in the control room uh sees a tied up um bryce was his name um and and sees him under some mistletoe and uh, he is completely not complicit in in what happens next but she decides that she's gonna break off a piece of that and get some um and so she goes over and has a bit repressed but uh yeah yeah so she's going to jail we must, too.
1: We must be able to get we must be able to get clear to jail for illicit drug use oh probably <laughs> she's she's probably she's probably the ringleader of some colombian coke um uh, death squad uh, well, you, you don't see you don't see her on screen that much. She could have a she could have a real cannabis addiction. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is the '80s in New York. Um, the the DEA is gonna be all over that joint. <laughs> 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 They're not gonna have any bar of that. They're just gonna be like, you are clearly as bad as Pablo Escobar. You're going to jail. Yeah. Yep. Shut, Shut that, that shit down. right down. We're not having any of that. Jail. We only want taxed legal drugs. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny like i, I I've, I've probably mentioned a couple of times i really like richard donner and richard donner can't make a richard donner movie without trying to slip in some kind of political message so um i mean the lethal weapon movies which are about fascist cops um they um he's always trying to slip in something about like uh, anti-nra messaging which is ironic because it's a movie where there's a lot of gunfights that happen that you know people just drop mm. bullets uh, but in this one it's clearly pre um pre uh end of apartheid era south africa because there's free south africa yeah, posters right. in a couple of places um uh at the at the sec uh at the personal assistance um um al al free Wood, Woodard i think is her name uh, that's the actress oh, apologies if i've gotten that name yeah. wrong um at her place is a big free south africa poster on the wall um
1: yeah and in the studio as well yeah it's
0: a gone. handwritten one which i kind of thought was funny so it wasn't like a professionally produced one or a known, um, you know, propaganda sort of poster. So someone clearly in the art department was told to get a free South Africa poster into that, into that shot or into that set. Mm -hmm. And so they had to go and do something by hand. So, I mean, that's kind of (laughs) weird, right? Like in a control room, like, I don't know what your office place is like, but is anyone hand drawing like, you know, free Nelson Mandela, um, posters to put on the wall i, I can't even think of a, a new zealand equivalent where they're like you know this person needs to be out of jail um poster and putting it on the wall bring back bill and ben you know putting that on the wall is, is someone doing that in your office place not in mine not you know. a lot that's kind of weird but oh well
1: all right we should wrap this up we just had an hour oh you? yes have we yeah so that's our that's our uh, that's our last show for the year. Merry Christmas! We'll try and get this up before Christmas Day, so you can you can you know wake up in the morning, um, tell your family to yeah. wait.
0: Um, wait, mum and dad. Uh, wait, wait, loving partner. Yeah, I'm going to go listen
1: to Craig yep. and Mike's Christmas
0: special. Yeah,
1: Christmas Christmas doesn't start for one hour until and I have listened to Craig and Mike because I am special, just listened to the Virgin on greatness,
0: Christmas dying special. to know what film it is they are doing, and I want to know what their opinion of it is. <laughs> And that is our new Christmas tradition, that we have to listen to the Craig and Mike podcast, verging on greatness. That's right. We're thinking of you. So we're
1: gonna we're gonna we're gonna carry on. We're gonna do some more of these in the new year. If you've got any suggestions, we have a we have a long list, but we're always happy to add more to it. Happy to uh, dip into other genres, other periods. We do want to go. Do you want to go back a bit in time, and also maybe forward a bit, do something a bit more recent? We could do something in we the present. Are,
0: we'll, I mean, we are basically we are prepared to do movies—the ghosts of Christmas, present, past, and future—right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I prepared to do movies that don't have Bill Murray in them.
0: Oh, which is kind of ironic because uh, okay. we've actually had some social media feedback about a film someone wants us to do
1: oh that's true we didn't oh yeah <laughs> and the film that do we need to do we need the a, film they
0: want us to do do we need a Murray's is Ghostbusters too, uh which was on the list already but we I think we'll get to that but maybe we'll do a bit of a Bill Murray break hiatus yeah. for a little bit
1: just a little bit we need a wait for a a, a Murray moratorium <laughs> or a Murray-torium
0: Murray. we're gonna have a self in, we're gonna have a self-imposed Murray-torium
1: for six months <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's uh, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna come along. Soon, yeah, we'll do that. In yeah. In the meantime, we got we got we got lots on our list. Hit us up if you want anything to add. Um, uh, share this if you think you're uh, anybody who's into movies, who um, into uh, you know how they're made and understanding how they're put together, how they work. We just um, want to hear us have
0: a go uh, at why we think something is the way it is or how we would try and fix it because you know we're obviously experts i mean
1: oh thousand
0: well, percent sure. you know, i'm clearly rubbing elbows with richard donner at, at lunch you know legend you seem to know yeah, him pretty well i know right just 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 come to us hollywood we'll tell you what's wrong with your film <laughs> i just saw the last i just saw the rise of the skywalker last night i have some opinions on how you could fix that movie so uh, hmm. yeah
1: hit us up on facebook hollywood yeah hit
0: us up we're ready My pen is ready. Yeah, got a red pen for you. Okay, we're good to go. Um, All right, we're ready. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Mike. Merry Christmas, y'all. Happy holidays.